Welcome to Hospitality Meets with me, Phil Street, where we take a light-hearted look into the stories and individuals that make up the wonderful world of hospitality. Today's guest is Fabian Figaro, co-founder and director of Momentum Hospitality Recruitment. Coming up on today's show. Fabian, let's Phil know what he thinks of the show. You're okay at what you do, you're not bad. Phil accuses Fabian of doing what he normally does. I, I think you might have just designed your own cliche there. And Fabian sums up the mood of the world in one sentence. Let's go down the, the pub and just have a few pints. Let's put it all out there. All that and so much more as Fabian talks us through his story and journey to date, along with some excellent content around recruitment, leadership and learning. Don't forget, we launch a brand new episode each week, so hit that subscribe button and give us a like and a share across your favourite social channels. Let's share those stories as far as we can. In addition, we're extremely proud to be supporting Hospitality Aid, a Live Aid-style concert fully streamed online around the world, packed full of performing talent from within the industry. Head over to experience101.co.uk to get involved. We need everyone behind it. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the next edition of Hospitality Meets with me, Phil Streets. It's not often that you get to interview uh, a very good friend and business partner, so today I'm delighted to welcome to the show exactly that. Someone from within my inner circle, he is one of my best mates, as I said, business partner, or as our wives like to call us, our work husband, uh, Fabian Figaro, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good morning. Uh, good morning. It you. is a good morning as well, isn't it? The sun is shining. It's it is great. 23 degrees already. It's beautiful. How are you doing anyway? Good. Uh, head, uh, head into work, to, uh, trying to make things happen. Talking to people, do what we do. What we do, uh, I think, what we do best, hopefully, uh, is uh, keep talking to people and, and see what's happening out there and try to to help people out. Uh, yeah, it's a weird old time, eh? It is. It is. But uh, I'm still optimistic. Uh, I want to believe things uh, things are gonna go back to to some sort of uh, I don't want to say new normal or things like that, but to to a level of of uh, hospitality that that we all want to see happen. Yeah. Uh, politicians are excellent at coming up with new sayings, aren't they? The new normal and well, that's the only one I can think of actually at the moment. But the, um, there was loads of them around Brexit and all of that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, I, I hate jumping on the bandwagon with these things, but there is going to be a, a new normal, probably. It probably will be, but we... Um... We we want to. I think this industry is great at at uh, taking up on challenges, at being flexible, at uh, riding the storms. So uh, I'm I'm positive we that we can make it happen, and if we can be part of it, helping, then then even better. Uh, yeah, that's I think that's what we're working towards. I can't believe it's two minutes in and we've gone deep already. This is wrong. I'm going to change tact. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so, so let's um, let's uh, take us all the way back because actually, I was thinking about this the other day. You and I have known each other for about fifteen years. Yes, there, give or take. Yes, I know a little bit about your background, but I don't know a huge amount. So, I'm actually as interested as anyone else. Um, okay, is at this um, point to to kind of learn your story. So, you need to you need to know your friends better, Phil. Um, yeah, so... I know. It's, <laughs> that shows you how much. Um, it's clearly, I'm very selfish. <laughs> so. I think, like many uh, my many boys or girls from my generations, uh, 23 years old, 1998, uh, arrived in in London, 3rd of June. I remember it vividly. It was a beautiful day, a bit like today, and it was you know m- my background was finished university or not really finished. I think my dad wanted me to go much further than than what I've done. Uh, I was doing a, a, a law degree, which between you and me, bored me. Uh, you, and, do you know what? I, you're yeah. you're actually the the second person I've had on the show that yeah. started in law. Yeah. Uh, David Cowdery at the Cavalry and Guards Club started out in law. Okay. Uh, um, and ended up in hospitality. So there <laughs> <we are. laughs> as long as it's not, I didn't end up in hospital. Hospitality is good, but the um, yeah. the. the I think then you you do your military service. I was you know uh, it was still the time where you you had to go away for ten months uh, and and do your um, your duty for for the country. So I did that, yeah. which was a great school actually. Uh, I don't regret it at all. 
and then you you come back and uh, you, you you know you you've been amongst other people from any any corners of of the world because obviously France has got uh, a lot of uh, what we call outremer from beyond the seas uh, sort of territories and and you you meet different cultures you're all French but we all from from different avenues and and then we uh, you come back to your little village in the Alps and you're like oh what I'm going to do with my life now well, what's going to happen right and then at the time it was the time where London was the uh, I don't know if I can say that but a little bit like the El Dorado you you just go there to to you know to make things happen to to really hopefully change start something with your life because when you're 23 you, you don't really know especially when you're an only child lived with your your parents for 23 years in a small village in you know in, in the east east corner of france in the alps you you just you don't really have a clue so here i am i'm taking the plunge i'm off uh, i was with this this girl i can't remember what what her name was at the time i think it was celine and then she said i've got a i've got a room up there in, in london do you want to if you want to share it it's six of us you know that was like that and and off we we got in the car said goodbye to my parents and off we went and two days later i arrived i remember vividly we arrived in the city the first the first you know you you're on the motorway and suddenly bang you you're in the you know, my, my town, it's 5,000 souls. Right. And you arrived and you see these big buildings and, and, and you're like, wow, <laughs> where, what have I done? Where, where yeah. have I, you know, so, and then from there, well, you, I think you, you start learning very quickly that I think, you know, very quickly if it's for you or not, if, if you, if you're willing to, to take it on or not, because because yes, the first the first couple of weeks it's fun, and uh, it was the World Cup actually in 1998. So for a few weeks, you know, ah. just, I, I don't want to say it, but I will say it. That France won obviously, and then uh, instead of celebrating, yeah, but Mike, Michael Owen scored that goal. Who? Michael. <laughs> o- <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and and you know, and I met a few friends. Sort of created some friendship very quickly, and and I, I felt at home straight away, uh, regardless of the fact that you know it was a great celebration and it was fun. But it it was a nice way to ease in. And then my first job, if you uh, allow me to to say that, um, my first job uh, after a few weeks of of uh, watching football uh, and and taking it all in was at the Savoy actually okay at the Savoy hotel and um i um i went in you you go to a you go to an office uh, in central london uh, my english was obviously very poor and and i thought i was going to be a waiter a silver service waiter and when I arrived at the um, at the hotel from the from the you know from the loading bay, you, you get in and then I got welcomed by uh, by a gentleman and he told me, okay, you you need to to uh, to get changed and he gave me this sort of blue dress, you know, from top to bottom to 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 put on this hat. Like an like an overall. Yes, sorry, that's that's yeah. the term. We we call it a, a blue uh, in France. So uh, ah, okay, <laughs> because it's often blue, and. Um, I was like, oh, but I, I thought I was gonna be a. I was expecting, you know, the the white shirt and the. It's you, a funny outfit for uh, yes, silver service, so, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah, you can tell my English was was great, um, and because I completely missed the brief, but uh, I I went in and I ended up in this small room where everyone was having a cup of tea, and then this gentleman gave me a broom, and. Uh, we started carrying chairs and we were basically in charge of the ballroom and, you know, setting up events, cleaning after. I was in maintenance in, in, in sort of housekeeping. I was, <laughs> was doing right. everything from a back of us point of view in, in that sort of uh, environment. And I just, I, I think, you know, getting over the disappointment for the first few minutes. Okay. What am I doing? This is not what, again, I took it all in. I thought, well, let's, let's do it. Let's go for it. So let's, and, Everyone was extremely nice, and this is how you start, you know, in an industry that let's let's be honest, I, I didn't really know. Uh, yeah. um, and there was, I have to say, yeah. if 
if the the shoe was on the other foot, as in if that was me as a young Scottish guy mm-hmm. sent off to the middle of Paris, I I couldn't even comprehend that. Like, I mean, you know, I, I would have had pigeon French at that time. I wouldn't have been able to to speak any more than that. Yeah. To the confidence, I guess you kind of need to 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 well, it's maybe the confidence of youth. Uh, I suppose maybe it would have been a different uh, a different thing back then, but uh, yeah, yeah, I take my hat off to you and anyone else that does that for that matter. I think I think when you uh, when you've got that belief, even if you're not necessarily hundred percent aware of it, but if you've got that belief that you you're here for a reason and you you need to make things happen and you got to start somewhere, and that's probably. Uh, I mean, I don't want to go back into recruitment and and what do I know, what do I don't, know, what I don't know. But you got to start somewhere, and then if it starts from the bottom, then start from the bottom. And 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 for some people, bottom is not necessarily, you know, everyone's got different views on things. And and I was, yeah. I spent a few weeks there, and I still remember it vividly and and fondly because yes, I made the silly mistakes, you know, give me the. Uh, give me the broom and uh, <laughs> and I went to get some spoons or something. I don't know. I just, I mean, <laughs> you know, you, when you don't know a language very well, you, you know, and I, I always, I think you know that I've always managed to make people laugh with my silly languages sort of mistakes, uh, language mistakes. I, I don't know. I, I just, even my wife these days, she sometimes she looks at me thinking, well, what are you talking about? Oh, that. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. This is not how you say it. Oh, okay. It doesn't matter. No. I know just... we bust your balls on that, but the uh, if the shoe was, again, shoe was on the other foot and we were in the other mm. the other way around, I don't think we'd be making people laugh. We'd just be confusing people. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I've confused people a lot and they, they yeah. kind of went... Mhm mhm yeah sure yeah and then it's like what is this what is he talking about but um that's okay i can live with that that's all right yeah. keep trying yeah so yeah you're in the savoy you're in the maintenance department yes and then i i um the day after the final of the world cup i ended up in uh, in leicester square uh, because i had an interview with hagendas the 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 ice cream maker uh, I, I failed miserably uh, and came right. out and I, I knew it straight away and they told me your English is not good enough which is fine but uh, I, I really wanted to buy the newspaper L'Equipe to, to have the front page of you know France have, sorry to, to, to keep banging on about the French I don't feel like this is fairly important <laughs> to your life no, no, <laughs> sports doesn't matter um, and um, I um, I sat on a bench next to 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 a guy uh he was reading the newspaper and uh, <laughs> i was like well clearly he's french and uh started making conversation i was barely listening to what he what he was saying i just wanted the new <laughs> i just wanted to read the newspaper <laughs> and um after he he, he sort of uh, gave in and said okay do you want do you want some pages you can read it <laughs> as well he actually uh gave me the opportunity to 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 meet his manager because he worked at uh, Morven Peak in Victoria which was a, a kind of food and bar market just under that big tower at the time and uh I went for the interview I got the job and <laughs> and I was dressed as a sailor the bar was a boat and uh I started the next day that's the way it worked uh right. and I still believe that he works like that uh, in London, yeah, and they gave me an outfit, and I went behind the bar. The, that's where the confidence, you know, the first few hours was very low. I remember the, the first customer, uh, a lady who, uh, who came in, and she asked for uh, a spritzer, right? And uh, obviously, I didn't know what it was. And you know, uh, being French, you you just she, she described to me, or, or someone else described to me, what it was, and. I, I, I must say I was kind of horrified to put to put something else than wine into wine <laughs> <laughs> um, with ice cubes. Yeah. But what, you, what you is know, this? You, yeah, you you quickly get over it, obviously, and you. Um, I served a lot of them, uh, um, and then we did cocktails, and and I, this is where I learned, you know, a little bit of the bar trade. I was never uh, I was never going to become a, a, a flair bartender uh, or. or but I've I've started learning cocktails, you know, the basics, um, yep. and I had a lot of fun. I stayed for a year, 
there was a gentleman called Tiago. We, we became really good mates. Uh, and, and it was a busy place. Uh, and this is where you, you sense that hospitality can become a family very quickly because you, you are uh, into an environment where you are making people happy. You, you know, making people happy should make you happy. Uh, I always believe that. So therefore, you, yep. if you're enjoying what you do, then, then it's, all, it's all good. It's all positive. Yeah. So then, uh, what did I do next? Ah, oh, next. I think that was the greatest experience in, in, uh, in the industry for me. I had a friend of mine. She, a uh, boyfriend, was the executive pastry chef at the Langen uh, Hotel. Okay. And um, she said, "Well, look, uh, maybe if you if you want to to touch on something, you know, a little more luxury, or, or they're looking for." for bartender and, and and I got the job I think more because they knew me at the time than for my skills I must be honest uh, because you know one year uh, serving piña coladas and, and tequila sunrises is probably not going to cut it with with the, the, <laughs> fine, the fine the fine the fine cocktails that the Langham at the time were, were serving there, there was the Tsar's bar that was the I think in Europe, it was the, the biggest vodka bar in terms of selection. We had about 150 different vodkas. Wow. I stayed there two years. And I, to this day, I still think about it with, with great fondness because it, it was a, a small bar, but it was so busy. It was, you know, we, we were the bar that was still open between midnight and two o'clock. We were... We were kind of the, not the naughty bunch of the hotel, but, you know, the, the other bar was much more formal. The restaurant next door was like the Memories restaurant at the time, and it was very sort of quintessentially British. Right. So this bar was, was more fun, and, and we had all the celebrities staying late, and, and a huge amount of fun. Super, super hard. The first, the first six months, I thought I was not going to make it. Uh, very very tricky situations where i think my i think i've made all the mistakes you can make uh, right. uh yeah i mean i don't know if you want to hear one is that oh yes well the <laughs> of course yeah um um so the the i think it was the second week my second week was a um so lunch it was a an evening an evening uh, uh service uh just the beginning I, I came in and we were we were wearing a, a russian it was called the czar's bar so you were wearing a, a sash like a, a belt like a red belt right. that goes down your your leg and you had, the, you had the big big silver trays very heavy and the general manager is being announced with five of his guests uh, at a round table, quite small tables. And I was told, okay, you, you, you're going to look after the table. Like I could already feel my legs shaking. Uh, and, <laughs> and <laughs> Two weeks in as well, yeah, right? No, well, yeah. And, and, and uh, they want champagne. All right, great. Okay. Well, let's, let's, uh, so you, at the time, I, I don't know why we, we, we pour the champagne at the bar, and then you you bring the 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 tray with those long flutes of champagne, full of champagne. Yeah, they really make them from a physics perspective really perfect yeah. for carrying, don't they? Top exactly. heavy. And, thin. and my my, yeah, my manager, and I, I I kind of wanted to tell him, say, are, are you sure? Do you want me? To, I've just, I've just landed, mate. <laughs> Surely you want you want someone else because if if I fail to do that, anyway. Cut a long story short, uh, I arrived at the table and, you know, tray on my left hand, take one glass. As I'm saying, good evening, gentlemen, the general manager at the table. I walked beyond the uh, the general manager to, to go along the table and pour the next one. And obviously, you know what happened next. Every, <laughs> everything went off the tray, missed the 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 head of the general manager by by an inch probably uh <laughs> but didn't miss his suit uh, which was at the back of the chair oh you know i thought this is it this 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 is your spell <laughs> at the langham done uh uh you know finished and then he looked at me i remember him vividly mr Manardi, and and he looked at me and said to me 
you knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I've never felt that new. Uh, and I said, yes, I'm. I'm really sorry. Obviously, you, you apologize profusely, and you, yeah, you you want to be somewhere else. Clearly, you like this, you know. And uh, and he looked at me with with that look that says, you. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea what you've done, have you? <laughs> and then he said, "So where are you from?" "I'm from France. I, I, I just started." And uh, and again, yeah. I kept apologizing and sweating. And then you know, and then my manager took me away. And I don't know why I didn't get the sack. And and I served him many more times after. Um, kept him dry. And, and, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I tried. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is this is one of those where you. You you really want to be, yeah. As I said, you want to be somewhere else. You want to be very small. But again, you learn from it because, um, you know, if if I'd not if I'd been more confident, if I'd felt maybe a little bit more sure of myself in saying, okay, let's do it. Let's let's not fear it. Let's embrace it. Maybe I would have done it, or maybe not. You know what, Phil? Maybe I'm still <laughs> yeah. on the floor. I don't know, but. Um, yeah, um, I, I've got plenty more. Not 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 to that level. That that was my biggest one. But I remember messing up a, a lunch service completely as well. And uh, there was two 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 staffs that didn't turn up that lunch. And and you know what happens? The staff doesn't turn up, and then you think you're gonna have a quiet lunch, and then you get absolutely yeah. Uh, you know that never happens when you're fully staffed. Eh? No, 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 never. And uh, my GM, which I remember him vividly, it was James. He was uh, it was a great guy, huge charisma. Shame he was a Spurs fan, but um, <laughs> he was uh, he was great. He, he really took me under his wing, and I think if if I kept in the job at the beginning, it's it's because he, he saw something in me. I still don't know what, but um, <laughs> and um, <laughs> he uh, he said, "Okay, let's do this. Um, the kitchen is ready. They know it's only the two of us. They'll be kind." And I think I'm up. I probably messed every single table <laughs> and drove him absolutely mad that that lunch. And I could see as as service was progressing, it was like, you know, it's like surely you're not gonna mess this one up. And then the service finished, and and he he wouldn't talk to me, and I was I was <laughs> I was I was absolutely again. I thought, oh my goodness, this is it. And then um, then he. He came back. I think he probably went for a cigarette or something. And then he uh, he came back and he, he gave me a tap on the shoulder. He said, hey, service finishing at five. So he goes down the pub, a few pints. And he, you know, he gave me a, even at the pub, he gave me a, a big dressing down. But then after a few pints, we had a good laugh. Yeah. It's these moments, you're right when you said, you're right, you can't, these are kind of inevitable moments, I think, in in hospitality that you are going to make screw ups yeah, like that, yeah. especially early doors. Yeah. But it's it's how you learn, right? I mean, it's it, it's how you get you get to the other side of that. As long as you've got a, a decent leader who, I think, I think you that... you 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 said exactly the right thing because the if if you make mistakes and you know you genuinely obviously don't want to make the mistake for all the reasons. Uh, we know, yeah. but if the other person that is supposed to to lead you and look after you and train you and all of that uh, um, is is you know looking at the situation in the right way, I think there's no problem with being told off and and you know uh, again in the in the right way. But but it's what you do after. How are we gonna how are we gonna change that? How are we gonna make sure that that person gain the confidence as long as they want to to succeed and how they want yeah. to, to make it right. Then, um, and he, that day did the right thing that, the, the you know, I, I would have been pissed off, you know, uh, that's normal. Yeah. But by saying, Hey, come on, let's go down the, the pub and just have a few pints. Let's put it all out there. He wanted to understand a bit more about me. That's what I said when I said, probably he saw something in me that was worth, you know, continuing a little bit and see if I could I could improve so I say two yeah. years we had a great team we had a James left we had another manager she was equally great with different um, different skills but um, 
she was great as well and and I learned a lot and that's where you that's where you she had great leadership skills and and that's what um kept me staying and I think that's what keep people staying in in this industry in places yeah it's when someone someone at the forefront of the of the uh, of the department of the team is is just dragging you up with with the development that uh, uh that you you're craving if you if you really if you really want to to grow so yeah it was yeah. a great experience then what did i do am i not boring you yeah we carry on that uh, sorry what where were you what was i i, I was asleep uh, then <laughs> no, no, so yeah two two just over two years at the langham i went on to be the assistant general manager of a brasserie in fulham stayed another two years there great because different different obviously it's style of service different crowds uh residential locals relaxed you know but again getting into management skills and 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 really really learning how to to deal with people when when you want to become that le- that leader and uh worked with a great gm there uh susan uh, she was from new zealand and um Again, another two years, independent owners, good relationship. It, it no longer exists, but great. It was a, it was a great, great memory of that. Yeah. And then I moved into the city. And I think that's where you, you look at yourself and you're like, okay, I'm the GM of a, of a restaurant and bars in the city. And I don't know. I, I just felt, okay, you, you're okay at what you do. You're not bad. You've you've grown, but is it you hundred percent? And I, I I really believe that this industry requires people who, if they are in, they are in hundred percent. Yeah. If you start, you know, asking yourself questions, I'm not talking about the the from one company to another. I'm talking about doing it for a living. Should it be with X Y Z brands or, or hotels or whatever? But if you start questioning your your ability to 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 do the job, your your willingness to achieve, you to to go beyond what you can do, then then I think it's important to look to look at yourself and say, okay, well, I, I'm, maybe I've reached the end of the road here. I, I I should I should look into into other things. What are my my skills set? What have I gained? What 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 could I do next? That and I, I knew one thing is that I really wanted to stay in that sort of hospitality uh, under this umbrella of hospitality. I, I loved it. I loved the people. Yeah. I loved the, the the friendliness, the you know, the, the togetherness. And um, I thought, okay, I, I think I'm, I'm, there's one thing I'm good with is, is people. So I saw a, an advert for a, a recruitment consultant with portfolio at the time, and and. I applied. I had about twenty-five interviews. I remember. <laughs> 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 I think I met everybody at Portfolio at the time, and uh, the last meeting I remember I had. I'm sure she'd recognize herself if she listens to that with Helen. And uh, she, I thought she didn't want me to get the job. Really? And uh, yeah, we, we maybe, maybe we she didn't. I think I think deep down she didn't. <laughs> she never admitted it to me, but I think she didn't. But in the end, I still got the job. And I started just before you, I think. Uh, yeah, how long were you there before I joined? I think under a year. Um, Was it? Okay. Yeah, because you, yeah, you, just under a year, uh, I, I worked on the uh, hotels and restaurants division. And yeah, it was, uh, well, it was five years of of my life that uh, working like that were great. I've, I've learned so much. What I can say, I love, I've learned my craft. Yeah, I, I think I can say that. This is where it all, it all started for me in recruitment. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was, it was just great. Um, Do you know what I remember about the beginning of my time there? Was uh, you know what it's like when you come into a, a new company and uh, yeah, you know, every, every all teams have kind of are settled, and that was the one thing I remember about portfolio at that time was is that there was strength in every division. Mm-hmm. But there, there was unity amongst 
you know, stretching out from each division. Yeah. But even in that, you come into a new environment. It's still quite quite a daunting experience. And I remember, I think it was the end of week one, I remember having to text. She wasn't my wife at the time, but my now wife mm-hmm. uh, on the Friday and say, I'm going to be late tonight because you and uh, Louisa had um, okay. invite, invited me out for a drink. And I felt at that point that I was part of the team then. And, that, mm. you know, that was only four days in. And I always remembered that point that you were the one of the first people to kind of take me under your wing a little bit. And I hope I also remember as having conversations about you know when new people start and you're you're like that, oh, who's this? Uh, what, are, <laughs> you know, what are they like? You know, you've got to prove yourself and all yeah, that. So I kind yeah. of I think maybe um whatever it was uh, I did in uh, four years, or maybe you just at four days, you gave me the benefit of the doubt to say, All right, come on, show me yeah, what I- you like. I think I, I was. Uh, uh, I think I was in that period of my life was, as well, where where I, I felt that um, having gone through so many situations of uh, a new job, being a newbie, and at first I'm, I'm a very shy person, combined with the fact that uh, I always enjoy going for a drink on a Friday night when we were at Portfolio. I think. Yeah. Uh, because we had some. I mean, yeah. Uh, that that's the. You, we worked very hard. Uh, I remember that. That's for sure. The, the buzz on that floor. I think at one point there was forty-two consultants. Yeah. You know, international leisure bars, hotel, restaurants, you name it. But the buzz on that floor with you know some people extremely loud. Some, but the the communication that it was unbelievable. Um, yeah. And and I and I felt. Uh, I don't know about you, but I felt absolutely privileged to be part of that. Totally, uh, you didn't get on. You didn't get on with everybody, but you don't get on with everybody anyway. No, but you had some right laughs. You you worked very hard. You you learn your craft. You, you and you could always turn to someone and ask for something. Um, yeah. And uh, no, that was uh, that was great time. Loved it. Yeah, absolutely. And I. Um, yeah, I made I made some big mistakes there as well at the beginning. Some some of the the people I spoken to uh, at the beginning, obviously, I didn't really know what I was talking about. <laughs> but this is what you learn about recruitment. It takes a long time to 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 get to get things right. Yeah. Well, um, I yeah, I, I that's a damn good point because I don't think even at, at that point I had fully. I, I was I had a company before portfolio, mm-hmm. and I don't. I would have been maybe I think four years by the time I left yeah. portfolio, four years in recruitment. And even then I I didn't of course I didn't know what I know now, but the big epiphany for me hadn't arrived mm. at that point. No. Um and re- really truly understanding what it is. No. I I I just um I think it, it's it's with time that you learn about yourself and, and if maybe I had one regret, that would be that I didn't sort of realize at the time how much i loved it yeah and um at times i, I wish i'd uh, i'd noticed that or I'd, I'd sort of come up with the with the revelation if you can say that but i think it, it comes down to maturity and everybody's different it probably yeah. is the the fact that i was not mature enough to realize that i loved it that much and i i could maybe i could have given more i don't know i'd uh yeah, I'd, I'd someone I'd, I think that believed in me at the time and that I, I listened to a lot, Shona, Shona Rai. Yeah. And I um, I really felt that, you know, I was learning. And it's more towards the end that I realized, okay, she's she's given me so much of her time. Um, and so I'll always be thankful for that. Yeah. And it was a great... You know your, uh, your comment there about maybe I could have given more? Yeah. I definitely know that I could have. Yeah. I always re- remember one situation whereby it was, I think it was a Friday afternoon. I was I was tweaking my fantasy football side because mm-hmm. um, obviously that was massively important. To we we did a a team fantasy football on yeah. the floor. Yeah, and I think I was in second place behind Andrew Volchert. So I was always second place behind Andrew Volchert, <laughs> and I was convinced that this was going to be the year. And I was tweaking my side, and uh, lo and behold, Leslie Reynolds puts her head over the top of me and puts her hand on my shoulder and says um 
busy are you yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and i remember thinking yeah. oh god and I, also I, you you were talking about shona mm-hmm. shona sat across from me at that time mm-hmm. and after leslie had left she just looked at me with a smile on her face and shook her head mm-hmm. yeah and you kind of know right i mean it's you don't nothing more needs to be said no 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 and uh, i was doing something that i shouldn't have been doing yeah and i got found out and you know, i'll never do that again no it it was Again, I mean, my my biggest fear was at the time to to do those presentation. I rem- I don't know if you remember, we we used to do that every end of the month to to give the uh, yeah. figures. So you will represent your division and and give those those comments and um and obviously you know you had to, you had to. It's only forty two people, but if you were to give a good results for your division, that was fine. But if, if you were to say, oh, yeah, we, we we haven't performed very well, and you were the one speaking, uh. Never great. Um, yeah, it's all your fault. Yeah, exactly. But no, it was it was great. And then we, obviously, two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine, the uh, the subprimes and the, the the recession, and yeah, I I decided to to go, and I I thought, okay, watch it. It was five intense years, and you know, I, I felt okay. I, I like I really like recruitment, but again, I don't think I had realized it fully and i thought okay i still like people obviously so i went into uh, taking a a diploma in life coaching yeah and uh i think this is actually where i can say now this uh, has been the revelation to love recruitment so much when i had done that because because then you 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 put the puzzle all together uh you you realize where where is your strength and where you think you you can make a difference or you believe you can and that was um that was combining now i can say that i was combining recruitment and coaching at the same time because you can really use both to to maximize uh results and to to achieve more absolutely so i did i did the life coaching it was it was very lonely but i was needed because Leaving portfolio was not an easy thing to do, but yeah, I learned so much about myself. Uh, I opened up much more, and then I went on to doing some coaching in some very deprived area of London. Dealt with people that you know I never knew I would come across, and it was fantastic because I still managed to create good relationship, you know, with with a lot of people from different walk of life. Yeah, but then this is where you realize, okay. Now I want to go back to recruitment because because this is this is where you feel like okay I belong there this is where I can make a, a bigger difference so I can be better at I can now if the puzzle is almost complete so ah here is Phil again <laughs> let's, oh, call God, a, yeah. let's call a friend um, because you had just started with chess uh, that's right uh, yeah and after my own little uh, hiatus yes well but it's good this is what. We yep. always say to people, right? You you need to excuse my language, but you 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 need to f it up a bit to get back yep. up, look back, and say, ah, okay. Uh, it, at the time, you don't realize it because at the time it's uh, you too engulfed into your your own problem. And, and but when time goes and then you, you're able to look back, you you understand more about yourself. Yeah. So, Do you know the uh, the interesting thing about the fact that you, you kind of dipped out of hospitality but felt the, the pull mm, to come back mm. in is that I did I did exactly the same. Yeah. Just not not life coaching, but I you know, I had a, a stint recruiting into the training sector and into pure finance and accounting multi sector. Yeah. And I didn't connect with either of them no. in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Um it was far too black and white, yeah. and uh, I just I felt the the need to get back to hospitality. Yeah, and I think it's the same for me. I just and 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 starting at chess at the time was a breath of fresh air. I think we had two or three great years there. Yeah, uh, worked with some people that we enjoyed working with. Again, it was uh, it was tough because it was a uh, just the you know getting over the 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 recession and just starting again. But it was is you know we were able to to uh, to work well and and achieve relatively well i think um yeah. and um then we we moved on to renard resources i say we because, because we both did didn't we, we did, um, yeah. yeah yeah 
Yeah, work husbands. Yeah, uh, and Helen, right. just can't. I mean, I right. kept I kept moving and trying to get ready, yeah. and then and yeah. lo and behold, there you turn up again. Yeah. Can I come with you? Come on, can I come with yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we and, we joke uh, about this kind of thing, but we've always talked about. Uh, I'm that. And maybe this is why it works in business for us because I'm I'm the guy that likes the shiny new thing, yeah. And you're the guy that likes the the kind of stability. And I don't mean that in a boring way, but you you mm-hmm. you you bring the root strength to yeah. it. And I'm the the explorer, uh, yeah. I suppose in that terms. Yeah, and uh, no, I, I agree. I agree. And then you um you you staying at momentum, right? And um, um, actually, can I talk to you about that <laughs> live on air? Yeah. Yeah, live on air. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I um. Yeah, I, I think there was a great opportunity at Renard Resources. And I think we, again, we are here because uh, doing what we do, enjoying what we do for ourselves now, because we went through that experience. Yeah. And um, I, for me, it was the final piece of the jigsaw. There you go. It um, was the, it was going into a, a, a company that didn't necessarily have the network in the, yeah. in the spaces that we had the network. Yeah. And we brought that network to the organization and it worked. Yeah. And that was the, the final calling for me to say, okay, well, you don't need a company to show you the way now. Yeah. You know, let's go and show other people the way. And I don't mean that in an arrogant way. I mean that, no. um, you know, the, there's nothing more I can learn here. So let's let's put our money where our mouth is and, yeah. and see if we can do this. And uh, yeah, it's it's five years now, isn't it? It is five years. And that, yeah. well, that tells you something as well, because my longest stint in recruitment before that was uh, two and a half years. So mm. clearly I was never especially happy being managed. <laughs> bit, bit, bit jumpy here, Phil. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm so glad we did it. It's, uh, it's been a great, great experience so far. So Yeah, uh, five years, February this year. And, and for those, whenever you're listening to this, we're in the year of 2020, which will be remembered for a great deal, many things. Yes. Um, um, yeah. I, actually, <laughs> I spoke to somebody about this the other day, that effectively five years in business, which has gone by in a flash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now it feels almost like going what we're going through now, it's, it's like we're restarting the business again. Yeah, and, and I, I think... You know, refresh is always a good thing, and and yeah. you know, it brings new ideas, it brings new energy, new focus. So, you know, you, I think you do that in life anyway. You, yeah. you know, you take a pause, you you think things through, and you ask yourself questions, and and yeah, it, it, I think it's a it's a healthy, if I can say that, it's um, you you. You need to to go through difficult times to understand uh, again uh, what how you can improve yourself. So yeah. uh, that's all good. Absolutely. So I'm so going yeah, to ask you a, a leading question. Yeah, go now. on. Yeah. Why do you do what you do? I think it's it has to be around people, uh, and I'm not saying that when I say it has to be. I mean it's. I like to know people. I like to understand people. I like to listen to people's story. I like to maybe maybe say I want to help them if if I can you know I'm just trying to find them uh, the right job at the time but someone you know if so if you were to to say to me okay are oh, you doing a sales job you're in recruitment at the beginning you want to believe you you're doing sales because nobody knows you 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 have to make yourself known so yes you're going to sell who you are yeah but ultimately it's a people's business and if you don't build those relationships, if you don't, uh, you know, engage with people and gain the knowledge that you need to, to gain to be able to, to, to become established and, and, and gain respect and trust, then people will not talk to you. So, yeah, it's a, it's, it's, I do what I do because I like people, not everybody. But in general, I like people, yeah. and and uh, this industry is run by people, needs its people, and has great people uh, in it. So um, this is this is this is what. Yeah, I, I think you might have just designed your own cliche there. Have I? Oh, yeah, this is for the for the people run by the people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I know I should have been in politics as well, Phil. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, no. This this is a new normal, eh? Yeah, um, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, 
No, I but I completely agree with you. I, yeah. I think, well, thankfully, right? Because we've been in business yeah. for five years. <laughs> I'm glad together. you do. I'm glad we do. Yeah. yeah. But, I, you know, I that thing, that comment you just made about sales was something that really early on really used to wind me up mm-hmm. that everybody talks about this industry as sales. But if you're looking at it that way, then you're looking at it as a transaction. And yeah. you're, you know, this is not a transaction. You're not... Mm. Uh, you, you, know, you can't view a human being as a transaction. No, um, no, no. Otherwise, you go and sell. You you, you go and sell sell cars. Um, and, yeah. And 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 I um, I never wanted to sell cars. And uh, and yeah, my my interest in is in is in looking at people's skills and people's mindsets and 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 what they want to do with their lives and 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 things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. I think we it, it's such a a monumentally satisfying thing. To Correct. get yes, it is a recruitment brief. It is. Perfect. Not all the time. So when you get... not all the time when it doesn't land, but we know that. Um... No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, you know, this is a roller coaster of a business, it isn't is. it? it you, is. you know, you can. You're still relying on performance of others to do a good job. Correct. But but ultimately, when you know when you pull one out the the hat that maybe nobody else has thought of, that to me is just it's just worth its weight in gold. Indeed. But uh, yeah, so. Outside of work, yeah, I'd heard a little rumor. You're a tennis fan. I think I'm. If you ask my wife, I'm more than a fan. Uh, <laughs> I, um, yeah, I started tennis when I was very young, four, four or five. My dad used to take me to uh, to his local tennis club and, and hit against the wall because uh, he wanted selfishly to play with his mates, not with me. Um, <laughs> um, I, I start somewhere. Money. I keep, I keep reminding him that, but I'm still thankful that he took me with him. And yeah, I I love tennis. I think again, he uh, don't want to go back to recruitment all the time, but it helps you because it's a very lonely sport. You've got one opponent, and and you 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 got to find a way. It's it's like a chess game. You know, you 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 know, if one tactic doesn't work, let's try another one, and and you know, and so yeah, I, I still play. I'm okay. Um, I, I love it. Yeah. And this is what um, you know gets me out of sometimes the uh, you know you talked about a roller coaster. Uh, if um, if I'm having a bad or not a such a great recruitment day, I'm I'm happy to go for an hour and play tennis and and just you know smash the ball as, yeah, as need, hard as you I need can your outlet to to get rid of the the negative. Uh, thoughts yeah so yeah i love any sports everything that is sports uh, uh, related from uh, behind the scenes or, or the the uh, the actual events itself uh, i'm a i'm a huge fan i uh, i think sports is, is a great school yeah I, that's exactly the point i was about to interrupt you and say so i don't need to do that okay. anymore but um it, it's I'm we glad i'm doing the job for you yeah <laughs> We can definitely learn a lot from um, the world of of elite sport. I think I've I've spoken about this before, but uh, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of probably one of the reasons why the uh, the podcast existed was because yeah. you know I'm kind of obsessed with sports autobiographies. Yeah, you know that's a storytelling medium. Uh, it's just telling the story of somebody's life, and that's really. Yeah. You know, I've just kind of put that into play. I'm not a great reader, so any biography, <laughs> any biography uh, that of people that I've, I've got an interest in, I read uh, definitely. Uh, yeah, same. same Get into audio books. I'm, I'm an old school guy, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll try. I'll try. Convince <laughs> me. Come on. <laughs> the um, I think the other thing that we have in common is is food. Yes. I mean, yes. we all have that in common, right? Because we all need it to live. But the um, I think it's fair to say that you and I are both foodies. Yeah, but I, I, I'm sure you would agree on that. We are foodies with different interests in terms of you You love your Michelin-style restaurants. You love your sort of experiences at that level, which I love as well. Yeah. But um, I also, my interest is maybe... Uh, even more on the um, maybe street food or, 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 or sort of uh, as flavoursome and as as well well cooked cuisine, but uh, and dishes, but uh, at a different level probably. And I think this is what I love about our exchange about food is that you will bring some um, 
you know, some experiences to the table that you've had with Helen or, or anybody else. Yeah. And and um, I'm so curious about it, and I love to hear about it. And uh, I will go and grab my uh, my street foods, whether I am in London on the go, and 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 try to experience new things at that level. And that's the great thing about food, isn't it? Is is that yeah. you you've got anything anywhere, especially in London, that could uh, could match your your taste buds and and, and really fill your boots. So no, I, I yeah love food. Yeah, food. I um, think the probably a, a, it's a similar concept to me with when I was at, at uni. There was only one style of music that I listened to, and that was heavy metal. Mm-hmm. And then um, <laughs> that always, you know, surprised me oh, that, that you love. Well, I'm quite a I'm quite a level headed guy normally. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably mm-hmm. fair to say. It's how uh, us kind of level headed people get our aggression out is through. Is through the, the majority of people I met in heavy metal realms were really, really uh, passive people. They, right. It's, it's almost yeah. like that's their outlet for aggression or something. I don't know. Anyway, okay. the the point I was going to make was <laughs> the um, it, I probably woke up in uh, maybe twenty three, twenty four, and realized that well, that's just stupid. Just like what you like. Yeah. You know, stop stop being so pigeonholed into to one specific thing mm-hmm. and that's what i you know i kind of love yeah. all music it's all all has its own merits and it is all an appropriate thing at an appropriate moment and food is yeah. exactly the same when i discovered food i think I, I went very far into you know michelin dining i really loved that kind of experience i still do mm-hmm. of course but yeah. um for me food is 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 a conversation it's um you know yeah. it's exactly as you said you have these moments whereby you oh man i was just out last night i had these bail buns you know you get like you know three mm-hmm. for 15 quid at this little place down the road and you know oh wow i'm gonna go there and I, all of a sudden you've got this sort of conversation on uh you know, on the subject matter and i think that's the thing that really keeps me pulled into hospitality beyond all of the other elements is that there's something that I care really, really deeply at the heart of it. Yeah. You know, notwithstanding the people element, but at its core, you know, serving food is one of the most humble and exciting things you can do, I mm-hmm. think, in, in equal measure. God, that was that was deep, wasn't it? Thank you. Yeah. Phil. Everybody can rest <laughs> easy now. You've you've heard what you needed to hear. <laughs> Indeed. Um okay, great. I I really went off point there, but uh, that's fine. That happens. Excellent. Okay. Well, um, if uh, if people want to get a hold of you and learn a little bit more about you, how do they do that? Uh, I think email address is is the best best way. Fabien at momentumrecruitment.com. I'm always, you know, willing to to uh, to hear from people any yeah any time really. I'm 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 almost twenty four seven. So yeah. feel free to to drop me a. Not. I actually just realised. Do you think we should tell the story of yeah. uh, how we came up with the name for Momentum? Yeah, probably. You, you, um, yeah. Probably should. It's quite an important story in our um, life, isn't it? So we had, uh, we we were at the pub, obviously. <laughs> this is where. Of course, all the best ideas happen there, <laughs> we right? We were at the pub in Covent Garden, and uh, we wanted something that would relate to something with energy. We love sports, and the first name we came up with was Engage. <laughs> is that correct? That's right. Um, yeah, that is right. Um, yeah. And because of the scrum, if I remember correctly, and that's you, right. you yeah, engage, yeah. you crouch, you I don't know, uh, something like that. The three steps of of the of the scrum. And um, I remember and, we walked away from that conversation really happy. I know, I know. This and is, we, uh, we thought we've nailed it. We've and got then we, it. we called each other the next day and, and, and <laughs> we both said to each other, I think it's crap, right? Um, yeah. And then we went... Back... a little bit like a dating agency. Yeah. So we, 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 we went back to the pub yeah. the, the, the next night uh, after work. And um, I, think, I think it came from, the, from watching football and, and sports pundits, right? Um, yeah where they they use that word that positive words uh momentum uh yeah. in, in in every sentence really and uh it's kind of 
I think for us, because obviously we watch sports at the weekend, I suppose we uh, we it becomes subliminal. You you keep listening to a word, and then you you like the sound of it, and then the meaning of it, and it becomes like a symbol, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'm going too far here. I don't know. But you um, and you think, yeah, momentum. And uh, the next morning we talked again, and that was the great. It was not crap. It was great. So yeah. we kept it. And, and, then, and critically, there was a dot com available. Yes, yeah. and we still <laughs> went back to the pub to celebrate. So yeah, that's how momentum. Uh, I re- I remember regaling that story to a, a client, and mm-hmm. he was a, a West Ham fan. Right. So I knew he was into to sport. And yeah. uh, and I said, just you wait. The the words will just send you a subliminal message, and you'll remember this conversation. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, he was watching a game, West Ham versus whoever it was, mm-hmm. and he sent me a text in the middle of the game saying I was watching it, and the commentator said use the word momentum, and I immediately thought of you, and I thought, boom, it's Here worked. You <laughs> Here you go. No, I, I think it was. Uh, I'm very fond of those moments where you 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 try to to build something and you 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 put it together and then it's all about the exchange it's about the excitement of of you know and and I think from day one we were you know in agreement that if we were to disagree on something then it wouldn't happen and yeah. um yeah momentum was a full agreement I had this same conversation with Robin Shepherds on the podcast right he said this exactly the same thing and they've got a few years on mm-hmm. us yet I think he's 22 years in business with his business partner right. now you know he said they've got a very clear uh, mechanism yeah. which is somebody if somebody comes up with the idea and the other person says no then it doesn't happen yeah but if they come up with an idea and the, and the other person goes okay tell me more mm-hmm. then you know you you kind of explore it and if then somebody says no then it doesn't happen and that keeps it I suppose it keeps everybody on the same page. Yeah. And and so far, touch wood. So far. So good. Yeah. Where's the wood? I'm looking for wood. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Here you go. Yes. So I normally wrap things up by asking people, what does the next year hold in store for you? <laughs> um, it's a very, uh, uh, yeah. uh, very open question uh, at, at these times. Uh, look, I, I'm, I'm, and you know that, I'm a, I'm a very optimistic person by nature. Uh, I'm, I'm, even if I've got a bad day, there's always the next, and and you you get up, and then you you're gonna go for it, and and you know make sure that you you make some progress in, in whatever sort of thing you know sector that you're in, you you do it. So yeah. I um I want to believe, and I believe that we the industry is gonna. Uh, obviously reopen that we're gonna do great things that certain certain things gonna change some for the best some we will have to to adapt and and be flexible but people will always love food and beverage people will always love uh, having an experience people will always want to uh, to be well looked after so based on that you know, time will tell, but I still think that um, this industry has got so much to give. It has a uh, uh, huge amount of fantastic people uh, in it. And um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm positive. I, I believe next year it's, it's the opportunity to, to speak to, to more people, to understand how they want to do things, how we can help them, the, the, the new stuff that is coming up. And and I want to be part of it, and momentum wants to be part of it. So yeah, um, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Nicely wrapped. Thank um, you. Did, did, have you had political training? No, um, no, no. <laughs> you, you, you've you've absolutely nailed the rule of three. Okay. Yeah, which is you just you you reiterate your point three times by saying it slightly oh. differently every time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take I'll take it a, 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 in a in a positive. It was way, meant then. as a positive. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, um, good. Sh- uh, the the rule of three exists in so many different forms. The uh, there's the rule of right. three in uh, cuisine as well. You know, when you're presenting a plate of food, 
You're Maybe really... I should ask my wife about that because sometimes she says to me, "Okay, I've heard you." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so maybe uh, maybe I'm doing politics at home as well. Indeed, anyway. yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's second, matter. It's not not too late to be uh, councillor Fabian. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I take that on board. Very good, great, good stuff. Well, thanks very much for your time today. It's been a, a real pleasure to chat. Not that we'd ever do that, like on a daily basis. Pleasure was all mine. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know, I know. But um, it's great to to uh, to be able to be part of your show. So thank you. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. You have a good day now. You too. Take care. Take care, Phil. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. And there we have it. What a fascinating story from Fabian, along with yet another example of the variety of opportunity that exists within hospitality. Don't forget, we launch a brand new episode each week, so hit that subscribe button and leave us a five-star written review. It really does make a massive difference. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.